Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. If you can find the time to explore the mind of a stripper, then you can find the time to spend with your actual family. Prime time with Isaac and Sue. Damn, what they on? All steroids and no carbs? They're the thick ass kids. This is Prime Time. Not like you. Your source for the best in local, regional, and national sports. Oh, my goodness. Here are Isaac Roth and Jason Sakanik with Primetime on 1080 The Fan. Hey, what it do? What's up? What's going on? Good Monday. How's, how's everybody? Hello. Hello. Everybody, you and I, we're good, I guess. I know. I mean, for about... And you know, I know this about you now at this point. I never panic when this happens. What? Well... We had about a minute left of commercial time, and I had not seen your pretty face yet. Yeah. And so... Uh, but you know I'm going to be here. Exa- well, and, and moreover, moreover, I know that if you weren't going to make it, that I would have heard something. At or least, something I, at least terrible I, I, happened. Well, you know, I think that is, percentage-wise, the least likely thing to happen, to have happened. So I figured, you're either going to show up in the nick of time, or I'll hear something. That's, right. That was what I guessed. Right. So right. Rust was out there being like, you really haven't seen Isaac yet? I'm like, nope. But he'll probably be here. I'm sure he will be. Yeah. And uh, I'm here. And sure enough, in I think you come. this is me. Yeah. Is this me? Yeah, that's you. At least as far as I can tell. Hi. I'm a balloon. Unless you're an imposter. Bye. Hi. I'm a balloon. Bye. No imposters here. Yeah, I was running a, li- uh, running a little uh, late today, coming in a little hot. Hot. I was listening to. Um... Oh, wait. Before I get to that, I have to ask you this. Yes. And be honest. Yeah. If. Souk were the only one here today, mm-hmm. and you in in the same scenario occurred. Would you be more worried? Um, I don't know that I would be more worried. I think that he's probably cut it close more frequently than you. He seems like he's driving further distances, either from his gym or from Washington or whatever. Yeah, but I also think he would let me know, especially if he knew it was just going to be the two of us. That's true. If if it were But he doesn't have a very strong sense of uh time and he will yeah, admit that. And there are time yeah, there are plenty of times that yeah, we're scheduled to do something and he'll like oh, 5 minutes or or whatever. I think if it were the three of us, we might not hear anything, but if it were just me and him, I, I might hear yeah. something. Yeah, you're you're probably right. There was a time on our show and we've been together a long time. A long time, not you and I. No. But Sue and I. There was a time where man, it was like a 50-50 proposition if he was coming in. Like it was, uh, it was a wild ride early in the like, like showing up at all for work. Sometimes, why? Yeah, yeah, just you know, life, <laughs> stuff happening. Things, huh? you know, we've all come a long way. Let's put it that way. 
So there were days that you just weren't sure if you were going to have a co-host? Sometimes. Okay. Yeah. There were periods. I, I mean, it wouldn't be every day. Sure. But there were periods of, yeah, of like, eh. And he would, you know, he'd tell you that. But now, he's Mr. Reliable. Yeah. Except that he's not here today. No. I feel like a total idiot. <laughs> he's in New Orleans again. Again! Yeah, he was there not too recent. I mean, he was there pretty recently, right? Like, like six months ago, maybe? Well, I was just saying, like, he was there. He's Friday. been there within the last year, I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, I think New Orleans is kind of his, like, I love Vegas, he loves New Orleans. Yeah, I love New Orleans as well. Yeah. But I also love Vegas. I love both. Yeah. Well, where are you going to go next? Uh, That's the question. Probably, well, see, it's, easy, it's way easier to get to Vegas. Although I would prefer, to, I would prefer to go to New Orleans again. I've been to Vegas many times, uh, probably a dozen or Two so. Two-hour flight. But I've Straight only been to New Orleans once, and I would like to go back. And they have lots of flights to New Orleans. Yeah, or I mean uh, Vegas. Vegas, yeah. New Orleans, I think, is kind of hard to get to from here. It's very difficult to get to. You pretty much have to go, usually I think have to go through either Denver, Houston, or Atlanta, perhaps. Yeah, you can't get there direct. It's not. I don't think from Portland you can go direct. Yeah. Which is a bummer. Might I as wish well be you going to Mexico. Although you can fly direct to Mexico from here. Can't you? Uh, oh, I'm sh- I think you can. Eh, I'm pretty- Maybe not. No, I I'm pretty sure. You I can. think I think I did that about a I year ago. I thought you had to go ago. to like LA or San Diego. Mm, or maybe through Seattle. I don't know. Anyway, I was listening to uh, uh oh, by the way, Souk uh, back tomorrow. Yep. Uh we will have our live broadcast out at X Golf to Alton tomorrow for the fan winter golf classic. So uh he'll be here. He said he'll be hungover, but <laughs> I believe that's Tulatin. But he'll be here. Yeah, in oh wait, what did I say? Tualatin. Did I not did I? Or yeah, did said, I say Vancouver? No, no, no. I was just saying. Okay. No, I, I was correcting your pronunciation of Tualatin to Tulatin. Right. We will which, be down in Tulatin. Which you, uh, you explained to me on Friday was a, yeah. a men's tennis doubles player getting that wrong on an ad spot. <laughs> were the, did we forget the names of those guys? Like the Hanson brothers? No, they were the, the Bryan brothers. The Gen- I think they were the Jensens. The Jensens? <laughs> well, they're, wait, were, were, who were the volley? Were there, weren't there volleyball bros too? They had nothing to do with Tulatin, though. No. It was a tennis guy. I think it was the Jensen brothers. Look them, look them up. Jensen brothers. They were they were playing a match down there, and he pronounced it Tulatin on the spot. Oh, so yeah, these are some old head dudes. Yeah, what are uh, their names? Yeah, Luke Jensen and wait, well, Murphy know. Jensen, maybe. I don't know. Maybe it was the Bryans. I don't know. Who cares? Not look, important. Not important. The point is, uh, hungover soup is fun soup. So yeah, that'll, that's that'll true. be a fun show tomorrow. We'll be out at X Golf Tulatin. Now, I was listening to Brooke Olsendam as I drove in, mm-hmm. as I was speeding down the freeways to get here on time. And I had to pour a, a cup of Joe. Naturally. Would you believe I played golf this morning in this weather? Oh, Would well, I mean, it tip, to, at least in my neck of the woods in Beaverton, today's weather was weird. It was nice in the morning. We. I was like doing dishes in the mid afternoon, and we were getting like sleet snow yeah. in our backyard, and now it looks kind of nice again. Yeah, and then, so you were where? You're where? Beaverton. Yeah. Well, Beaverton was the one that had the report of, of snow. Yeah, we I, I saw it in morning. my backyard. Yeah. But that that was this morning, like early. Oh well, I didn't see that then. But the, well, it just it, like it came in waves. It was yeah. like sunny, and then a lot of sleet, weird slushy yeah, stuff. Yeah, it was a weird weather day. But uh, I played golf this morning, and I'll be damned if it wasn't delightful. I mean, it rained on us uh, one hole, the 17th hole. We almost got through it unscathed. 17th hole, it rained. Just a little squall came through, moved on. It was nice. I go. played Saturday, too, and Saturday was worse than today. Yeah, Saturday it collectively was, probably was. It was windy and cold on Saturday. This one was uh, sneaky delightful out there this morning. We just I bet got it was. Lucky. We got lucky. Yeah. Anyway, um, 
driving in, vroom vrooming around uh, Portland, trying to get into my radio show here, and I hear Brooke Olsendam of the Blazers uh, sitting in there with, uh, well, in here, with Danny and Dusty. And uh, what a treat that is. The indelible Brooke Olsendam. Notable Swifties. Yeah, right. Yeah, we talked to her about the Taylor Swift show mm-hmm. in Seattle. Like, she's great. We love, everybody loves Brooke. She told a story, and I'm terrified that this will now become a thing. Um, she told a story on the air that she, I think it was like she got off her set at halftime or whatever. And some, a, a group of bros who had had some drinks, they yelled something at her. And of course, she's probably used to the, you know, hey, uh, Brooke, uh, we love you, Brooke, or whatever. Sure. And, and she'll just give them the, yeah, yeah, nice to see you. How are you? Whatever her her uh, signature. Yeah, kind of the, the throwaway thing. wave, if you will, right. even, even though it's not throwaway, but yeah. Well, she said, she didn't quite hear what the guy said, but she turned and gave him the the heart. Sure. The uh, With the hands. Heart hands, yeah. Yeah, kind of looks like the O, like the duck O, but yeah. it's the heart. Yeah, and, and there's a whole emoji in your iPhone with it and everything. Yeah. That's right, there is. Now there? there is, yeah. Um, and so she gave him the heart, and then all of her producers and people on the show were looking at her like, what are you doing? Uh-oh. Did they say something like... Uh... Horribly offensive that that she then like approved of, kind of. Yes. Uh oh. They said that he propositioned her rather vulgar, vul, vulgarly. Oh no. Yes, she didn't hear it, so she just gave him the heart. So it was funny, funny story. Everybody laughed. Good times. Uh, we're we're telling radio stories, right? But I just told her this as I saw her uh, as I was racing in in my Nike shoe, my my Nike track shoes because mm. I had to wear Nike track shoes to get here on time I, ra- I run I run so fast and so I, I was running into the studio and I said look I gotta go I gave her a hug I was like I gotta go but I gotta tell you here's all I was thinking when you told that story I'm like Brooke guys are going to start in a vulgar way propositioning you all the time now that's what's gonna happen yeah, now that it's out there that, yeah. You you told that story, and now the bros are going to run with that. Open a can of worms there. Yeah, so now you're going to have to heart all these awful propositions that you're going to get. Oh, no, oh, no. Drunk Blazer Bro. Boy's ass! And she goes, you know, I wasn't thinking. And I don't think, I, you know, I mean, I I think that's what's going to happen. I, I, well, what I want to tell everyone is don't do that. Yeah, t- hopefully there won't be too many idiot knuckle-draggers doing that. Yeah, but that's a theme on today's show, idiot knuckle-dragger douchebag fans. Oh, there's a lot of them. That's what we're... I mean, there's a lot... It's kind of what we do here in America. I know. Yeah, but I mean, come on, let's not act like in Europe they're that much better. As a no. matter of fact... The hooligans and such? Dude, they're way worse in many Depends respects. on the sport. Yeah. I think if you look, but you look at soccer. I mean, are cricket fans all wild? I don't know. Cricket's a really popular sport. I don't know anything about it. I, may, I think actually there are cricket brawls in like India, I think. Yeah, see, I mean, we don't really have brawls like to that level. No, we just have, we have we people have punching each other to death in NFL stadiums. Yeah, so that's, have, that's usually what we get. We and it's have, not, they're, they're not like big team brawls, but like people get hurt well, and knocked out every week. I feel at, like at we NFL have stadiums. just a bunch of dum dums. Yeah, well, that's, but that's it's for not, sure. It's not all of us. But, you know. The sport attracts them somehow. I know. Well, it's sports. 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 Tribalism of it, yeah. Well, anyway, um, that will be a theme on today's show. There's a lot going on. You know, I was just looking uh, before I got here. Um, 
the there is actually a rumor. I'll just tease this because this is not what we're going to talk about next. We're going to talk about court storming next. Mm-hmm. Okay, so there's more fans. Yes, which I don't. I'm going to have a a very. I think um, what would be the word. I don't know if my opinion on court storming is going to be unpopular, but I'm guessing it's in the minority. Okay. Because doesn't it seem like the right thing to do is just ban court storming, right? It seems like that's the right thing to do. Uh, so I don't know. Maybe maybe you and I are going to be closer than oh, we would anticipate. Okay. Because I, I Listen, I don't think it's about like, let the college kids have all the fun, but I'm like, how? Okay, we'll get into yes, it. Yes, we are going to get into that. But I... I I'm uh, I'm kind of okay with the court storming a little bit. Yeah, you know what I am too. Just to go ahead and reveal our stance on this, uh, but we'll get into that next. And then after that, I'll tell you. I saw the latest in college football realignment. Oh, okay. See these things, these college football realignment things. You can never predict them, right? Like they're very, they're it's like you know after you see them and you digest them, they make sense, but you never see them coming. This is one. And it's a big one that you will not see coming. Now, I, I will preface this by saying it's it comes from a radio host in the Midwest slash South, uh, not Paul Feinbaum. And it's so who knows how much legitimacy there is to this. But I tell you, when you think about it, it makes a lot of sense. That is coming up as well. That's a tease. This hour. Is that a good tease? I think that's a good tease. I- when it, when I don't know what you're talking about, I think that's a good tease. You haven't seen that? Mm-mm. Yeah, see, it's not being widely reported yet. So maybe it's just one Adds of those... Adds to the intrigue. Right. Yeah, it's kind of one of those social media things that you see, and a radio host said it, and it could be total bullsh. But, I tell you, there could be legs to it, too, if you think about it. So that's uh, coming up this hour, and might I, uh, might I get in some golf talk? Golf talk? With Anthony Kim coming back. Did you see that? Anthony Kim will be back on Live this week. I saw that. I also saw that, uh, I haven't dug into it yet, but I saw that John Rahm did a long sit-down with Marty Smith. Yes, yeah. The richest man in sports, John Rahm. Is that right? Well. Close? No, but. <laughs> richest man in golf? I'm going to go ahead and walk that back. Three, what did he get? He's way up there. I, mean, I, I thought initially he turned down four. I don't know what he ended up taking from him. I thought him. it was like $300 million. Yeah, I, th- I thought it w- when he first turned it down that it was four, but um, okay, maybe it's five hundred million, like three years or something. Like, dude, the guy—I mean, he's got to be up there. I mean, I know some of those soccer guys are super rich and they've been at it longer. While some media outlets value the deal at six hundred million, ESPN said Rom's live contract is expected to be more than three years and worth more than three hundred million. Yeah, three years, three hundred million. So he gets a hundred million a year. So by pretty nice. annual pretty pretty by <laughs> annual salary, nobody makes that, do they? Uh, I wouldn't. No, think so. That's got to be there because yeah, I don't. I don't think there's a soccer player making that. Maybe is Max Verstappen making that? I, I don't know. Um, I don't know if they pay him that, but he probably you know with endorsements, with endorsements and stuff. But and not everything. but just the contract from the league or from the sport. Probably <sighs> probably nobody finer than John Rom right now. Well, guys, we have a little golf talk. So Big Sue could be back tomorrow. On our show, we'll be out at X Golf Tuliton, and it is the Brian Brothers, a Spartan Bro on the uh, Vancouver Fort text line uh, points out. It's not the Jensen, the J- Jansons, Jensen's, Jansons. It was the Brian Brothers. Vancouver Ford text line 503 864 6326. Your dollar goes further at Vancouver Ford. They treat you right before, during, and after the sale. VancouverFord.com. Court storming. That's the subject of the poll question. We'll get to that next to kick off the show on the fan. Call from mom. Answer it. 
Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. All right, the poll question on X today, at 1080TheFan, that's where you find it. It's brought to you by AAA Heating and Cooling Family Business, helping families for over 60 years, AAAIAQ.com. Today, very simple poll question, because we had drama over the weekend. Uh, Fan court storming, what say you? Two options, it's dope or ban it. Vote, vote hard. I was just checking because I put it up there 20 minutes ago or so. So early on, I wanted to see what people were saying. Get a pulse of the people. Early returns say? It's dope. It's dope. Yeah, 53% dope. Mm, But very close. 47% bandit. So maybe my opinion and your opinion will not be as, uh, what would be the word, Uh, would not be as uh, in the minority. Yeah. As maybe I thought. Because I think I'm gonna sound like a like a <laughs> just like a fan, you know. Because I mean, all of the so if you didn't see it, Duke Wake Forest, Wake Forest beats them. Fans storm the court. Philip Philipkowski, the big dude for Duke, um, hurts his knee. Getting he gets hit by a fan. He stumbles. Um, I mean, I say hit. They they collided. He shoved the the kid. Um. Stumbles a little bit, hurts his knee. I haven't seen anything on the severity of it. Have you? Not yet, no. Uh, and I don't know if this is going to be considered a hot take. When I look at that video, it looks like to me like he's winding up to push that kid before that kid even makes contact with him. I agree with that, but I'm okay with that. And, and yeah, I mean, if he if he's trying to make sure he's getting out of there, fine. That's right. But before the injury gets sustained, he looks like he's going to like take a shot at a kid that's sprinting by him. No, to, I, to me, I agree with that, but I also think that he has every right. If he feels like that guy is yeah. barreling down on him, dude, that's what you get. You're storming the court. If a player knocks your ass out or over, I, that, I don't that's know. part of it. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what to tell you. He shouldn't. Uh, Filipowski or is that his name? Philip yeah. Kowski. Philip Kowski. Is it? Yeah, I think that's Filipowski. right. Filipowski. He shouldn't be punished for that. And so I, I, don't I would even, agree. I don't even think that matters. He did shove the kid. He did shove the kid down. I don't think. I've heard people saying that. 
you know, they thought the kid was going right at him. I don't think he was. I think he just he accidentally ran into him, and then of course he got to taunting because I think he the saw kid, a Duke yeah. player. I thought the kid was beelining towards the middle of the court where That's the court right. storming always happens. That's right. And then all of a sudden there's a Duke player right in front of him. Yeah, I, I, mean, I don't think there's a lot of calculation to. And this. he gave him a little, you know. He gave him a little, looked like he gave him a little uh, look or something. Like he taunted him on his way by. But then ultimately he got the worst end of it, which I have no problem with any of that. Like, look, that's that's the same thing about football. We, we've talked about, about this with Autzen. I think it happened, right? Oregon beats USC. A bunch of people jump on the field. And I thought it was some Oregon fan got clocked by some USC player or whatever it was. But um, it's going to happen. I Look, I, I and I actually think, and we'll get to this later, but I think that storming the field in football is worse perhaps than storming the court in basketball. But I don't, I just feel like every talking head or, or every analyst all across the country today w- w- talking about this, they were on their shows saying the same things. And that is, you got to ban court storming because that's the group think of it. And and it has been has been banned other places already. Well, and they other they, conferences. You get is. fines. Yeah. I mean, they they they're supposed to fine you. They're supposed to fine the school. For Isn't it. the SEC? It's like a hundred k. It is, but that, look, the well, schools yeah, want. They don't. Do care. you think the people storming the court care no. what that fine is? Oh God, no. As so then, fact, yeah. In the end, I think that if you banned court storming. I actually don't think it would be effective. I think they would do it anyway. No, what well, what you would end up having to do, I think it's only the places where they're able to successfully curb it, it's just because they've hired more crowd management. Like that's because they want to avoid those fines. And, and I do think there are some conferences where what is is it the Big 12 now where the coaches are running into the stands because they can't run on the the uh there's I, I've seen who was it the Kansas State coach or the TCU coach the other day ran into the stands to go celebrate and some players did too because they weren't supposed to court storm that that was like part of it so I, I don't know if we're getting like a, a changing uh, of the momentum here but in general I, I I'm with you I don't think it's a I also think that it happens so infrequently it's yeah. not a big deal I know like I, I couldn't agree more who, who can you name anyone who was ever severely no. injured from a court storming no I can't name one I, I can't I can, either I can think of like. I can barely think of times like players have been knocked over or whatever. It's just, it's hardly an issue of player safety for anyone. It is wild how few incidents have occurred. As often as court storming has happened, there really aren't that many incidents. No. Now, you have two high-profile ones this season because you have Caitlin Clark and a Duke star player. Yeah, correct. And by the way, Caitlin Clark flopped, and she's <laughs> fine. That was that was not a thing. This one, this guy twisted his knee. I, I'm, I'm waiting for an update on... I mean, it looked like he twisted his knee. I don't know. Maybe they just bumped knees and he's fine. I'm not sure. But it's not. it doesn't seem like it's a major injury, right? You wouldn't think so, but so, also by them coming out and saying, ah, it's fine, then they, they lose a little steam in their argument. Right. But, I mean, it's Duke. Like, this is classic Duke. Very it, much it, so. It happened to us, so ban it. Certain programs don't storm the court, right? Like, I mean, I'm a Kansas fan. We don't really storm the court. Blue Duke bloods, probably doesn't either. Well, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, the Blue Bloods don't do it, yeah. so of course they hate it. It's, it oftentimes happens to them if it, they lose on the road. And, and by the way... It frequently happens to them even when they're not good just because they're Blue Bloods. Kansas had one at Kansas State a couple of years ago where uh, Bill Self got caught. He got... I think he went down and got caught in a scrum, and he came out after the game and was like, yeah, you got to ban court storming. I didn't even agree with him. I love that guy. That yeah. guy's my hero. And I didn't agree with that. Um, if we, if you weigh the overall risk here, I just don't think it's that bad. I don't either. And I I, I also think players are generally able to get out of there. Uh, if if people and so, know what the score is, they know what's up. They like, know what's up. Get out of there. And and guys do. 
Um, and girl, and you know they storm the court too. The players have have gotten off for the most part just fine. So if we're saying that what happened with Philip Philipkowski and Caitlin Clark is enough to ban it, okay. I disagree with that, but okay, I see where you're going. It's like it's easier to just say, you know what, a couple of bad situations have happened or could have happened, and so therefore you can no longer do it. Additionally, I mean, I do think that court storming and field storming is too abundant. Too many student bodies and too many schools are doing it after wins that aren't that impressive. But when you beat a top 10 Duke team, that's no, not I the agree. case. So, But if we're saying something worse is going to happen, if that's what you're saying, I, that's where I question... I question it. Like, if, if you're saying, okay, this what's happened so far isn't isn't enough to ban court storming, but something worse. But what is we're afraid bound of is, yeah, what we're afraid of is. I would ask you, what do you think is like? What you think someone's gonna die? No one's gonna die. Like what? So there's a risk in a lot of things we do in life as a collective, and I just you know how many how many times has something seriously bad happened in 50 to 60 to 70 years of this? I, I can't even remember one. One instance. So if someone, if you're saying someone might die, by all means, ban it. If not, I don't know. I think the risk here might be worth stomaching. I And the key here is uh, court storming is awesome. It's really fun for the kids. Mm-hmm. It Sch- looks great on TV for yes, the product. Schools love it. They want it for their fans. Fans love it. And it's one of the coolest visuals in all the sports. And it really hasn't proven to be dangerous at any point throughout the history of the sports. That's right. Well, damn, I wanted to disagree with you on this. Well, and you can fight. disagree with the Vancouver Ford text line. How about that? Okay. This text says, court storming is freaking trespassing. Try <laughs> bum-rushing any other place of entertainment. Try it at a concert, a casino, a movie theater. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, technically true, but not even remotely in a sense that it's it's part of the college environment. Yeah. Like it And it's also there's an the fact that winning and losing is involved. Like that you don't win or lose at a concert. You don't upset someone at a concert. Like that or at a, at a, at the movies. Right. Like you don't you don't get surprised that the the villain got taken down well, at the end and everyone really, goes goes nuts. They don't really do this in pro sports. I, although I did see one that is true. I saw one in the NBA back in the '80s with Larry Bird, like the Celtics. Or it, it did used Celtics. to happen back then, huh? I don't know who it was. I, I I just saw the clip in passing, and somebody said, "Here's Larry Bird demonstrating how to get off the court when fans storm." I thought it was in Boston, but it wouldn't have been because he played for Boston. Or maybe they, yeah, maybe they they won the game. The Celtics won, and the fans absolutely bum rushed the court, and he is throwing. I mean, he is linebackering, Terry Tating his way out of that. And I, I, those are his own fans, I think. Yeah, I, I remember seeing this clip. It's uh, yeah, it's almost like uh, Hank Aaron swatting off the two kids when he's circling the bases, but like times twenty. Yeah, I just, I don't, I just don't have a huge problem with it. I think that we're overreacting. Like I said, I, I feel like everybody's going to come out today and say, ban it, ban it, ban it. And is it the worst thing if it's banned? No. But I also believe that if you do ban it, you're still going to get it. For sure. You're still going to get it. And and the other thing is, you, you either got to bag it or put up with it. I don't think, I've heard some people suggest, you know, you can let, let players and coaches give them, you know, 20 seconds, 30 seconds to get off the court and then let the kids jump, jump onto the court. That's a nice idea in theory. Yeah. That's not going to work in execution. I don't think you can legislate chaos like that. I mean, I mean in theory, there people aren't supposed to come on the court at all in some places. <laughs> and like, So you putting a 15-second clock up there isn't going to do a lot. Right. Well, I also just don't think... I, I think if you the second you increase security, um, 
and try to get the opposing team off before, I think you you may be even causing more problems. You know, because now yeah. you're you've got no, we want to storm. No, you got to wait. And now you got even more issues. So, um, and like I said, I'm half inclined to think students will do it even if you ban it. Mm-hmm. So I have no Maybe problem. Maybe more likely to do it if you ban it. Yeah, I have no problem with court storming. I know it's a big topic. Uh, poor Duke, but whatever, get over it. And I just don't think anything bad, really bad, is going to happen. Now, the second it does, if different conversation, but it hasn't chance, happened. If it does, you can throw it back in my face. But I don't see where something major occurs, and uh, certainly don't see someone dying. No one cares about the fans. By the way, the fans are are jumping out there at their own risk too. What if some What if some kid blows out an ACL jumping up and down like that? I'm Angels sure it's guy. happened. We just don't hear about it right. because they're not athletes. Well, no one cares, right? Yeah. No, no one cares that Johnny's going to miss his econ midterm because he had to have, you know, his, his foot re repaired. Right. Well. Vote on our poll question. It's up there. AAA Heating and Cooling. It is uh, pinned to the top of our profile. Uh, fan court storming. What say you? It's dope or ban it? Right now, it's running about 50-50. It's uh, kind of dope. Little, a little north of uh, little north of 50% say it's dope. Just under say ban it. So we'll keep you posted on that. Get some texts in on that. And boy, I tell you what, man. College football realignment. It just won't stop. The latest is pretty juicy. Uh, We'll get to that next. Here's Buck. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Court storming texts. Vancouver Ford text line. Our friend John Bertrand says, if you like court storming, let the other team get off the floor. Well, uh, they do. They, I mean. It's a hard thing to control because it's momentum based. Right. It's not like. They do let, like kids are not going out there. Like preventing the 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 other, they're not detaining the opposing no, team. No, it's you know you got to be careful because, like you said, uh, you know, the, like that Wake Forest one, it was pretty aggressive, right? Some of them aren't quite as they're they're not jumping all on the floor at the same time. It, it depends, and it's a slow bleed. It depends the orientation of the arenas, like how close exactly. the student section is. That one was that all pretty. Matters. They were coming pretty hard. Yeah, on that one. Um, but generally speaking, they you know players get off the floor just fine. That's my whole point. Coaches and players like we just haven't had many incidents. Like how many court storms have there been? How I many? Think, I think frankly there are kind of a lot. And the fact that there have we can't name a single significant injury right. tells you that they're not very dangerous. Another text here saying um, police to your point uh, cannot fight back while they have to allow for a free for all. But this is a good thing. I think people are taking it as if this is already like a a violent act. It's a it's a collective yeah. and kind of frenzied celebration. It's right. not a bunch of angry people throwing haymakers. Like right. you're not in a mosh pit at a tool concert. It's not like that. Yeah, like for two two concerns back to back texts. One says they could get into fights. It's never happened. Do they? Not once. Have they been getting into fights? It's never happened. No. Uh, the other one says the concern has always been court storming will lead to a melee. Or a malice in the palace 2.0. Again, has not happened. Why are we why are we just jumping to ban things when 
what your fear is far outweighs the actual reality of what has occurred. Like that has never happened. Now the NBA did. Well, it wasn't a court serving thing. It was, you know, pro sports are a little bit different. Like I, I saw somebody, I think it was Austin Rivers said, Hey, you storm the court in an NBA game. There's some NBA bros that are going to lay out some fans. And that is no, there is no joke to that. That is For true. For sure. We've that seen it happen. And so it's just, but it's not a thing in the NBA. So why are we even talking about that? Like those concerns are not, they're just not valid. So. Yeah. Another, another text here says, I don't think individuals are violent. Mobs, however, flip cars over. We haven't seen people storming the court. I don't think like getting... destroy their home floor and flip over the press table and like take down the basket stanchions. Something like, something tells me, uh, Ryan, they're not getting it. I guess not. They're, it's they're just because... they're not getting it. You guys are not. Li- None of that is happening. Yesterday, a, a fan or like a student fan and a player collided, and, and it was bad for the student player. Well, and it was Duke. Yeah, make it, no mistake. If that's a Rutgers it player, was a bummer of an incident. Of course, but it's they not, storm it's not the worth changing anything. If for they it. beat Rutgers, they're not storming the court. But uh, Duke player, oh, we must change everything. Get out of here. All right, latest in college football realignment. Uh, now, I don't know how much validity there is to this, but it sure does make sense when you think about it. And uh, <clears throat> it is, and it's a doozy. Are you ready? Are you guys sitting down? I am. Are you in your cars? Turn up your radios. I'm even going to play something here. Who did who did that song, Turn Up the Radio? Is that Rat? No. Uh, that's a great tune. I want to say that's Y&T. See if I can find it. Can you look that up? Yeah. I think it, is that Y&T? I don't know. Anyway, the latest college football realignment rumor, and it is a rumor, started on the radio in the South. Texas A&M to the Big Ten. What? I did not hear or see this. Now, you're going to go, wait a minute, what? What is that? That makes no sense. Well, yeah, what is that? That makes no sense. Here's what they're saying about that. The And this is, again, this is just coming from, you know, some radio host who has heard this. But tell me how plausible you think this is. Texas A&M hates that Texas is joining the SEC. They hate it. They're the ones that moved to get away from Texas. And now Texas is in their league. And there's probably a little sour grapes there because Texas A&M has none squat. But we've known this is coming for years. Well, a couple years, yeah. But uh, there's also one thing that's changed, if, you, if you're saying that like there's nothing new on this front, well, it kind of is. I mean, Texas is is now jumping into the SEC. But the other thing that's changed is that the Big Ten actually ha- uh, gets more money. Yeah. Uh, so the so so A and M would actually, but the Big Ten also has eighteen teams now. Right. But A and M we're at a nineteenth. Well, yeah, dude. What are you not reading on the tea leaves? Obviously, we're going this to two is, super yes, conferences. We're going to yeah. two thirty eight thousand team conferences. Here. Pro- it's probably going to be two thirty two team conferences. Right. Well. And Maybe it'll into, start with 20 each, and then it'll get to 32 each, like it's and then we'll not, have divisions. Yeah. It's not stopping, because the Big Ten and the SEC are going to now compete. We're going to funnel to a more natural playoff. That's how this is going. So A&M um, will make more money if they jump to the Big Ten. It appears they are not happy with the SEC adding Texas. And, you know, the Big Ten, as this report stated, the Big Ten hits the SEC in the mouth 
in their battle, their little battle for supremacy, right? I mean, make no mistake, everybody, like, from our perspective, because we're out in Pac-12 country, we're talking about this like the Big Ten and the SEC are the two powers, they're set, they're good, and then everybody else is, is scrambling. What we failed to maybe to to admit as much or see is that the Big Ten and the SEC are battling for supremacy as well. That is not over. It's not over. And you have to be proactive in this whole thing, as we've talked about many times. So um, very interesting rumor that if A&M were to jump to the Big Ten, well, now you got to get somebody else. you got to get another team. Yeah. <laughs> Who are you going to add? <laughs> well, Beavers? Cougs? Cougs? Who would you take, is the Beavers there... or the Cougs? You got to take the Beavers, don't you? Ooh. Over the Cougs? I mean, as an Oregon fan, I think it, it's it's yeah. nice to bring your rival along. Um, I don't really, know. I don't really know from like an institution standpoint who would be more valuable to the conference. Um, I'm, I'm trying to think across the board, across all athletics. Obviously, the Beavers have great baseball, but mm. that's a tough I, one. Which, if you which, had to choose. But I don't Dickard's think... still at Washington State, right? Yeah. I don't think they would choose. It would probably be one of those where it's like, okay, let's add four. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know? And then you get the those two. So then who's the fourth? Because you're adding I don't <laughs> know. I don't know. But it's just absurd. We continue to talk about this. And by the way, a text coming in on this. Uh, turn up the radio. That's by... Autograph. Autograph, yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I found that out. Do you remember Y&T, though? I feel like we've had this discussion before. A great '80s rock band. It's well, it's great. the letter Y and an ampersand and the letter T. Is that correct? Y and T. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think I know them. Yeah. Well, you probably shouldn't, but I remember them because I had their tape. Um, big cassette guy. Big cassette guy. Yeah. A and M can't handle the SEC smoke. It says one text. A little brother running away from big brother yet again. Well, kind of. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. That's yeah, that's not that's not inaccurate. Well, Texas and Oklahoma. That, to me, seems so pathetic, if that's really what's behind it. We don't like that this t- school that's historically been better than us is following us to the same conference, so we're leaving. That's well, really lame if that's like how this is actually playing out. Well, I agree. I mean, A&M looks bad because when they jumped from the Big 12 to the SEC, that was seen as a big coup. They haven't done S in the SEC and now if that, you know, if all the, again, just rumor here, but if that if that actually happens and A&M bolts again, you babies. Yes. Like, they haven't done anything over there. And they're, you know, and they get a lifeline to to get more money. Like, that's, I don't know, that's got to oh, make you, her, uh, I don't know, if it's a beaver and a Coog fan, you've got to hate that. But big time. That's a big time school, though, A&M, and, you know. But it they is. Just, they're but overrated. It, they're, they're, oh, they're underachievers. They're overrated. They yeah, they're overrated or they're underachieving. Great place to see a game, though. So I've heard. But, yeah. So who knows if this is true. But, you know, what the, the one residual, if A&M were to jump to the Big Ten and leave the SEC, that opens a spot for, guess who? Florida State mm. in the SEC. Mm-hmm. And we all know Florida State is desperately trying to get out of the ACC. Well, why so don't we just? Stuff, why doesn't the Big Ten just grab the Florida State with A and M and say we'll have those two? They should do it. They should, and maybe they are. We just haven't heard about it yeah. yet. Again, these things are very unpredictable. And then you have Clemson; they'll get out of the ACC. We could I say we, as if the Big Ten is a conference I've been in for years. Yeah, we could take them too. Maybe Oregon State and Washington State should take Texas A and M and Florida State. It'll go with them. You mean? Like do a four pack or just take yeah. them on? Yeah, take them, and then the the empire begins. You gotta okay. have the Saudi money. Well, yeah, yeah. The new Pac twelve. 
Texas A&M. football. A&M and uh, Clemson and Florida State, Oregon State, Washington State, Boise State. All the states. Maybe a little Fresno State. I don't know. Of course, I'm joking. But, uh, yeah, that, saw, that was interesting. I saw that nugget today, and I thought, you know, th- that that does make a lot of sense because A&M's always butthurt about what Texas does. It seems like they're always butthurt about everything, but especially what Texas does. Yeah, they just they, they get a little too big for their britches. So mm-hmm. I could totally see them jump into the Big Ten, but I also think that would be good for the Big Ten. Because, again, uh, down in te- and the Big Ten already has some schools in Texas. Don't they? Uh, Wait. No, I was thinking of Texas Tech. They're Big Twelve. Yeah, I don't, um, I don't think they do. Yeah, they jump into Texas. That's huge for the Big Ten. Oh yeah, you would want to if you can. Yeah, yeah. So they would want they would want A and M. But I think it's going to be interesting, and it's a whole other conversation for another day. But I think it's going to be interesting what Texas and Oklahoma are going to do in the SEC long term. Big time. I mean, you yeah. Know, I don't know. How do you feel about I, that? I've thought about that and not wondered how. I mean, they they have built up their own profile and their own prestige based on what they've done in the Big 12 conference, which I mean, it's produced a, a national champions out of that conference, but it's we've all agreed for a little while now that SEC is a, a different tier and caliber of conference. Do schools and their cachet like Texas and Oklahoma hold up when you go to a place where they play big boy football? It'd be interesting to see. A&M didn't. Uh, oh, the other, you know, Tex brings up a good point, Tex line there. Notre Dame. Forgot about them. They'll probably join a conference soon. They would <sighs> probably Big Ten. They keep abstaining from doing that because it keeps working for them. I don't know how long it can work for them to not not join a conference. Right. Yeah, I think we all think they're eventually going to have to yeah. with the college football playoff and everything. Mm-hmm. So uh, maybe there you go. Texas A&M, Notre Dame, boom. Okay. Now you're at, there are you, you at 20 now in the Big Ten? You would, you would be at 20. The Big 20. The Big 20. And the SEC gets the big dub. Florida State and Clemson. Does that put them at 20 or how many do they have? I've lost count. I don't know. You can only keep track of so much. What a mess. All right, uh, first KD is called a bitch. Yeah. And now this. These fans, I tell you, it's 348 on the fan. You know what? I'm going to be adding this to my Spotify, uh, Spotify playlist. Spotify. This is a great tune. Well, if your playlist is good, you should call it your Spotify playlist. <clears throat> you know, I should. You're right. Spotify. Get yeah. it? Yeah, this is a good song. I'd forgotten about it. It's kind of a cut. Turn up the radio. By the way, you guys and your uh, bad arguments. Somebody bringing up Legarrette Blunt. Now we're going. We're we're kind of bouncing around topics here, but we were talking about court storming. And um, Legarrette Blunt of the dunk of uh, the the dunks on my Spotify. Yeah, <laughs> put some dunks on your Spotify. Um, he punched a well. He punched a former player. Or another player. If right? it's the incident that is the blunt incident, yeah, he punched another player, and I think maybe as he was getting dragged away, pushed a fan or something. But like, there was a, almost a fan incident. I think as he, yeah, as he was as he was going up the tunnel, I think there was something that almost happened with the fan. Yeah, Didn't. yeah, I think you're right. But again, this is this was over a decade ago, and nothing yeah. happened to anyone. Yeah, again, you you know, look, if you think that, that it comes down to this, if you want to stay on the argument of ban it because it's it's too dangerous. I get it. I understand why you might think that. I actually don't think it's that dangerous, and the proof is in the pudding. Right. However— And like you said, if it gets to the point that it is, we can change it then. If you believe that, just at least admit there's some fear-mongering going on here. That's you're, you're basing it all off of fear mongering because you, your argument of trying to bring up examples it just doesn't fly. It's just, they're just not there. 
So just admit that it's fear-mongering. Yeah, this this person on the text line says, like my therapist says, that is a problem for the future. They call it future tripping. It's like like you're you're getting tripped up on something that might happen later. Correct. And, and then now you're administering potentially a rule based on something that hypothetically yes. would happen right. and hasn't happened yet. Right. Why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? Uh, by the way, uh, a couple people also bringing up, you know, if AC, if the ACC starts to crumble, which it will. Yes. Florida State, Clemson. It's the dadgum mistake. That's where the Beavers and the Cougs end up. Okay. Over there with Cal and, St- Cal and Stanford. That's well, probably that, what they're banking on. Unless it's a crumbling conference that is going to go by the wayside and, and to the two super conferences. You know what I mean? Like if we if we are eventually going to a two super conference model, then the ACC and the Big 12 are going to be done eventually anyways. Right? Done? Well, like if we're going to a massive two super conference model, SEC Big 10. I mean. 32 and 32. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, that's a ways off, but I don't know how you still grab it, that life raft if you're Oregon State or Washington State. I don't know what it's going to look like. I have no idea. But yes, if Oregon State and Washington State have a chance to get into the ACC, they better jump at it. Yes. Because right now they got nothing except for the Saudis. Well, we don't even know if they have that. Um, where were we? Oh, fan behavior. Mm. This will go somewhat hand in hand with court storming, although, again, I, I think fans are largely. Pretty cool when it comes to court storming. I mean, they're just, you know, they just get out there to celebrate. And they got their, you know, kids are more concerned. Again, these court storming fans, they're all college kids. Remember yeah. that, too. They're not disgruntled, old, fat, drunk, you know, sports fans whose life's going down the toilet. You know Some what I mean? of them might be fat and drunk, but they're not old enough to right. have a, a, a you know, exactly <laughs> some real issues behind they're just it. Just college yeah. kids. Yeah. Have, have you, did you see that Wake Forest video? They're all filming it. Like, the, their their big thing is they're filming themselves with their phone so they can put it on the Insta. Yeah, so they'll they'll have this Insta memory forever. Dude, they ain't going after guys' knees, okay? Uh, at any rate, more. So we we were talking last week about Kevin Durant, those Mavs fans, calling Kevin Durant a bitch. But hey, I have a podcast. Will you come on my podcast? Yeah. So he goes over. This is before the Mavs game. He goes over there. He's like, "What'd you say?" And she's like, oh, no, 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 all good, dude. And, and that was to give him so cringe. Five. She yeah. tried to dap him up for like 10 seconds, just left her hanging. And then the dude's like, yeah, man, I'm I'm in sports. I have a podcast. You want to come on the podcast? At which point Durant visibly waves him off. Like, look, fans are awful. Like, if that's your point, like, that's the best point yet. I just thought of it for you, for the, for the ban court storming. <laughs> fans are just awful. So because of that, ban everything. If that's your point, that's probably the best point. But... This one pertains to golf, and it's just fans, unruly fans in golf is becoming a thing. Waste management, Phoenix Open, anyone? Yeah. And now this, and that will be next. We'll also have our stock watch coming up. It is 358 on the fan. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.